was able to interview some really incredible entrepreneurs. And one thing they always had in common, and I'm going to go down, it's a different rabbit hole altogether, but they had filled, but out of the failure, they were educated or they learned. I call it fail to succeed. Hey everyone, it's Norm Farrar, aka The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Today we're going to discuss what does the future of selling on Amazon look like, and our guest is the founder of Carbon6. Now, the reason he put together Carbon6 is he was seeing brands lack the essential software tools and education that help them push their limits and crush their market. So he put together a really cool suite of apps. He's trained over 700 entrepreneurs, teaching them how to run their businesses to their potential. And also get this, he's also raised over $3 billion for charities over the last 10 years, working in city centers across the country. Our guest today, first time guest on the podcast, Justin Cobb. So we'll be back with Justin in just a second. Now let's have a word from our sponsor. This episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by VAA Philippines. Looking for a high quality virtual assistant for your business? With the rigorous screening, intensive Amazon and Walmart training, and ongoing professional development, get the peace of mind with skill and motivated virtual assistants for a long-term working relationship. Hire through VAA today and now let's get back to the show and enjoy the show. Welcome, Justin. Thanks for having me, Norm. There's the man. Good man, Norm. It's great to see you. It's great to see you too. I wish I was sitting where you were. Palm trees in the back, unless that's you know a, a, a screen thing. And I know it's not. No, it's not. It's 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 the backyard down here in Puerto Rico. The uh, oh, there's some inconveniences. The the, the weather is not a negative. Uh yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, a lot of people have been talking about your company over the, the last year. You know, all of a sudden it came, it, 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 nobody heard of it. And then all of a sudden it was here and it's all over. What the heck? Why did you come up or how did you come up with the car, uh, concept of Carbon 6? I knew I blew the intro, by the way. So let's just go from there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, it, it's interesting. I, I had a previous career norm. Yep. that I worked real hard at. I built a business. It's an outsourced sales and marketing business. I, I, got, I moved all over Europe and the States while building it and uh, moved down to Puerto Rico with my family during COVID and was was going to take it easy. Um, and and Carbon 6 is my failed attempt at taking it easy. So I think it's it's interesting. The the We started to go to a lot of D2C shows recently. Yep. And, and and the, the you know there's, there's some big differences between D2C native brands where they, they have a concept, they, they build a brand. They're very proud. They, 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 and, and then when those brands try to go sell on Amazon, they gotta, they gotta learn the ropes on Amazon. Whereas Amazon sellers find a keyword or an opportunity and then build a brand to exploit that opportunity. Um, I think carbon six is really the latter of those two, where we saw a huge market and I was doing a bunch of investing stuff. Um, and and it became really apparent to me that wasn't going to be enough for me, and, and I wanted to I wanted to to operate and, and and grow a business. And so everything that I looked at, I'd look a little deeper at the sector and the industry and see what the opportunity was. And the opportunity that we saw was you have six hundred billion dollars um, 
in, 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 in annual sales on Amazon's platform, of which we estimated five or six billion is spent on software, automation, agency services, et cetera. And no one to, to this day even has 1% of that. Um, so huge market that was, that was a safe bet to continue to expand um, with no Coke, no Pepsi, no Uber, no Lyft, so to speak, right? What we saw was there was a few companies that had built to, to some degree of scale um, that seemed to be really well positioned for the for the new seller and that and really built their brand around, um, I think, like the first leg of the journey with Amazon, um, which involved a lot of uh, people um, uh, 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 without previous experience coming in, um, building a brand to, again, take advantage of the traffic that Amazon had created. Um, what we didn't see was any company that was well positioned to uh, provide a suite of services and software for the what we call the professional seller. And what we hypothesized was that there was going to be a, a, a huge uh, move upstream in terms of the consolidation of the revenue. And what you see is every year, less and less sellers are occupying more and more of that $600 billion. Um, saw an opportunity and, and, and built a business um, to try, to try and, and, and serve that. That market back in back when you started out i believe it was a field of aggregators hundreds of aggregators and i think it was the height wasn't it that 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 was the other thing so if you look at our our first deck it's like thrasio 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 and i think heyday had just raised like some crazy sum of money mm -hmm. 787 million or something nuts um so that that was the beginning of it, and that was like all the rage. And then we would, and then we went into the e-commerce gold rush, and we talked about the the and the analogy we made was the picks and shovel companies were the companies that were the best investments back during the cold uh, during the gold rush, and, and services and software are those picks and shovels for 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 sellers. So we, so we drafted off the success from a fundraising standpoint of the frenzy and the mania and the you know just irrational nuttiness that was happening on that side. Um, with what we thought was a, you know, a better business model long-term. Um, we still believe it's a better business uh, model long-term. So I think you know, the, the stars aligned pretty perfectly for us to be able to do that. And then from that point, we, we didn't know how long the frenzy was going to last. So we knew we needed to move really, really quickly. And so you know, today we're building more solutions than we're acquiring. Um, but at the time, it was, it was a race to get revenue and get relevancy and, and, and take advantage of you know, drafting off the success that the aggregators were having. Um, and it was, I mean, it was wild. I mean, I met a guy at the gym here in my neighborhood who he, he, he started an aggregator and raised like 80 million bucks with a deck um, just because he had a good background and everyone was giving everyone so much money. So it was, it was you were noticeably in a frenzy uh, time. And, 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 you know, that was, that was, that was how we started. Yeah, it's funny going back and taking a look. I had a chance to look at some aggregators portfolios. <laughs> Could never understand why they bought certain brands like it just didn't make any sense whatsoever but uh i'm just i'm still kind of curious how did you get how did you go into get into amazon like you're you you were in a completely yeah. different business yeah i mean I, I i i there was when i came down here uh you've been to my neighborhood yeah uh, norm beautiful um when I, thanks when i moved down here three and a bit years ago um, there were only four families that were younger, four people that were younger than me that I met initially in the neighborhood, and they were all Amazon sellers. <laughs> all right. 
so and then many of the investments I saw were were, were these were the aggregators. Um, and again, like we just as we look deeper into it and I would talk to these sellers, they had 50 tabs open on their computer all day to run their business. And and seven of those claimed to be all in one solutions, which as, a, as an outsider, I just found out to be fundamentally confusing and and talking to them and understanding that. Again, most of the software had been built with a level of sophistication that was very helpful for the new seller, but maybe didn't serve the, the, their needs now. They, they, they were having to develop a lot of stuff in-house in their businesses. And, and it, it became obvious that somebody was going to, someone was going to do this and, and that it was really, really wide open. And I think, I think Norm, like the, the, that previous business, I was training entrepreneurs. You know, I, I was a terrible employee. I had many jobs growing up, never for longer than three weeks. I think I had like 60 jobs in, in, my, in and around my hometown in Connecticut. And, uh, and, and when, I, when I started in that direct sales business, I started very humbly. I started knocking on doors, selling coupons for Domino's Pizza and Blockbuster Video. Um, but there was a training program where you could do well and you could run your own business if you, if you, if you completed it. And what I found was that, you know, working for myself really unlocked my ambition and my motivation. And then the system, and then, and then we started training people how to run these businesses and eventually took it, you know, all over. I moved to England and Ireland, Scotland, Wales, and Spain, Portugal, Italy, Poland, and today have hundreds and hundreds of people running these businesses. And what I found was there was nothing that was more motivating to me personally, nothing that unlocked me more than training other people on how to be, be successful and run their own company. And so there was a lot of that language, obviously for the Amazon seller as well. Um, and, and we just thought, you know, we, we thought it, it was, the other thing I think that was interesting that we saw, Norm, was that the barrier to entry, if we could build distribution into this, into the Amazon community, would be would 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 it, it's difficult. You know, if you if you had a shop, if you have a Shopify app and you can just do a great job of SEO inside the Shopify app store, you can you can do really really well. And Amazon, there are thousands and thousands of communities of people that have that have influence, and it's a it's it's a it's a really complex puzzle to try and solve um, with all the relationships you need to have and all the different and all the people you need to meet and, and all the internationalization you have to do. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. It looked like a challenge. It looked like a good opportunity and, and, and that's how we got started. So what kind of challenges are you facing right now? I mean, the market was a huge challenge, right? Mm -hmm. So the, like the music stopped. And so everyone, you know, musical chairs and like, luckily we had a chair to sit on, meaning we had investors that had come in, you know, I think, I say oftentimes that our, our, our timing was perfect. Had we started a year earlier, we, we, we may be, you know, we may have hundreds of millions of dollars in debt. And there's been articles that came out just over the weekend about this very, very topic. Um, had we started six months too late, we might not have been able to raise the capital in order to get the push off the line that we got from all the great acquisitions that we were able to do in the first 18 months. Um, and, and 12 months ago, we were, we were playing the game that you play as a startup in software. You grow at all costs. You burn money like crazy, but you grow. And if you grow, then you win. And when the market changed, um, you know, it changed it, almost in, a, in an instant. It changed to it changed to, you know, responsible efficiency and and growth if you can grow. While being profitable. So we had a, we had a million dollar burn uh, a month a year ago, uh, you know, now we're a quarter million a month in the positive. Um, and we've done that while growing five to 7% monthly uh, this year. So I think that, that was a huge challenge that, 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 that we just got through where we had to really adjust the mindset of the company and, 
you know, we had to get leaner than, 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 than we had been. Many of the acquisitions that we made, we had to, um, you know, uh, move on from some of their teams um, and level up and bring more stuff, you know, internally to, to Carbon 6 Global. Um, those are those are huge challenges. You know, the first the first uh, eight nine months of the year this year. Um, it, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say uh, I have or I had a, a, another podcast called I Know This Guy, and I was able to interview some really incredible entrepreneurs. And one thing they always had in common, and I'm gonna go down. It's a different rabbit hole altogether, but they had filled. But out of the failure, they were educated or they learned. I call it fail to succeed. Uh, what about you? Like, have you ever had that that hit that all of a sudden it was a killer hit, but you came back and you learned something from it? Yeah, over, Failed over, to succeed. Over, yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm trying to decide which one to go with. Um, <laughs> look, I mean, doing door to door sales, yeah. you it was in the winter in Boston and we got paid $10 per card. They were $25. The person doing the sale got $10. In order to hit your goal, you had to get 10 yeses. Um, in order to do that, you had to sprint around a neighborhood for eight hours, right? I mean, literally sprinting, not walking, sprinting, like bringing your lunch, sprinting. And, you, and, and if you crush it, 85 people say no to you. And Boston's like a tough place. It's, you know, like, you're in, you're in, you know, Saskatchewan. It's like, come in, like have some tea. Like, even, even though I'm going to say no, I'm going to be nice to you. Yeah. Austin, it's like, get the F off my porch or I'm going to hit you. I mean, you take some, you know, like it's, it's snowing outside. You're, you're, you're falling as you slip on ice. I mean, it's just, it's a humble, it's a humble thing. You're embarrassed. You don't even want to tell your friends what you're doing for the first year. So I think like it was, it was, it was just a very, it's a very humble start. Uh, filled with 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 lots of failure, and then and then as you grow as I grow that business, and I have thousands of people now, hundreds of thousands of people that we've interviewed haven't wanted to do that business. So I think like I think my my beginnings in business come from just a crazy disproportional disproportionate amount of rejection, and I you know that 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 you don't have a choice. What choice do you have other than to get really thick skin? Um, you know, when in that in that in that business, which is all face to face, when COVID first started, I mean, that was a really scary time. We talked mm. to people face to face, you know, millions of people a day. We have that business. We have millions of interactions a day. And all of a sudden, you know, just the shoes just kept dropping every day. All of a sudden, Walmart said we're in every Walmart in America. They said you can't you can't, guys can't come in here and sell. All the charities started pulling. The telco companies pulled after that. Um so we were faced with what's what's going to happen. And we had hundreds of businesses that we had to go and find ways to secure PPP loans for it. Like it was just that that was a really crazy time. And we thought it was going to be it. And it was something that I've been building for 18 years. Um, you know, we, 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 we ended up getting through that. But I think I think that and, you know, this like what you get. It. It's got to feed you, right? Like the more the more messed up something is like the more I want to deal with it, you know? And I don't, and I like the more, the more screwed up the situation is, the more motivating it is like the more focused, you know, you get the more entrenched in it you get. And, and like, I think you got to really get excited about like getting hit in the mouth is an opportunity to show how tough you are, you know? Mm -hmm. um, 
So I, I, I don't, I don't know if there's like a single event, but I think that like, I, I think that there's like acute events that happen all the time. And, and as you decide, you're going to take on more responsibility and take on more, you know, whether that's people that are working for you that depend on you or investors, which like, that's a whole nother before this business, I'd never had an investor before. That's a whole different level of like pressure and, 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 you know, have lots of like my good, my closest friends that are invested in carbon six. That's a whole, whole nother thing. Um, and all the acquisitions and many people have earnouts and they, you know, they weren't planning on selling the business and we got them excited about it. And so I think that, that, um, you know, within every day, within every week, there's, 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 if you're doing it right and you're pushing the envelope fast enough, you know, you're, you're having like near death experiences with your business on a daily or weekly basis and just learning how to navigate them in the best, in the best way. Um, I can't remember the last time that like something's really like hit and hurt because I think that the, like the outer layer is pretty, you know, like I, I, before I started in that direct sales business, I hadn't worn shoes in two years. I was like a total hippie. And when you don't wear shoes, like you're, the bottom of your feet get, get, get really, really tough. Like you can, you can walk on just about anything. Um, and I think that that's like what the outer layer of an entrepreneur, a seasoned entrepreneur becomes as well, hopefully. Yeah. I, I've talked about that before where 20, 30 years ago, I wish I knew what I know now. Uh, things that would keep me up at night, like not sleeping at all, complete insomnia, ulcers. And it, they literally would just like, what? <laughs> they still like, they have an effect on you, but it's, what was it? I was really uh, upset and depressed at one point in my life. You know, some major things were happening. And a business guy that I know uh, knew just said, look, sun's always going to rise from the east. It's set in the West. Don't sweat it. It was so hard to take, but it's true. It's never, your mind's never, you always think the worst with every situation and it never turns out to be the worst. Yeah. I had a mentor one time who said, uh, things are never as good as you think they are and things are never as bad as you think they are. Right. And the sooner that you realize that the more even kill you'll stay. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can, it's exactly right because um, when I think when, when you asked me that question, part of where my brain went, it was like some of the biggest setbacks I had emotionally and mentally, but they weren't, they weren't necessarily big things. They were just early before I knew how to deal with stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Little things 20 years ago, when I started up, when I first started uh, my entrepreneurial junior journey, everything was the end of the world. Right. Like it was, it was the end of the world. And I think that there is some aspect of in moving the ball forward in your business. I think that you have to have the mindset that like everything every day is the Super Bowl or the Champions League final or every conversation is the most important conversation you've ever had. But then if it doesn't go your way, learning how to just leave it and, and move forward as if as if, you know, can I learn something from this? Great. That that's I can make a commitment in this situation to do something different next time I'm in a similar situation. But other than that, there is absolutely zero utility and me taking this with me any further i'm just gonna let it fall off the back and keep running i would love to have you back and just talk about entrepreneurship one of these days but today i was supposed to be talking about something else (laughs) let's talk about uh carbon six and carbon six has a suite of apps tools for at the amazon seller or for e-commerce sellers wally smarters on there so for walmart uh sellers what was your what was the first uh, app that that came out of Carbon Six and why? 
what was the first? So I, I, there was two, there was different stages to the business. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the first 18 months we were buying business, we were buying businesses and raising money for the purposes of buying businesses and raising money to be very candid. Mm -hmm. Like I said, there was, there was a wave and we were trying to capture it. So our first acquisition I bought on my credit card. It was, uh, it was, it was called Merch Wizard. It was for Merch by Amazon, um, which maybe some people might not even know what this is, um, but Merch by Amazon uh, uh, customers. And, I, and, and, and we bought it just to get the M&A motion figured out. It was, it was small, um, nice, a good entrepreneur over in the UK. That was the first one we bought, but we didn't like go to market with it. Um, we really started our go to market last November. Um, so towards the end of the year. Um, and the first thing that we started that with was seller investigators, which is uh, just a profit recovery. It's a three pre profit recovery um, business. We had we had a lot of relationships already. We had engaged. You know, we we started sponsoring events long before we had anything worth selling at the events. Um, as part of that overall strategy of how do we build a, distri a, a distribution network when distribution is so decentralized, like unbelievably decentralized in the world of Amazon compared to other markets. Um, so that was the first one that we came to market with. And we looked at every, um, we've been very careful, I would say, to not be very loud about anything unless we're positive that it's the best in the world, um, in which case we get really loud. Um, so we looked at, at many other competitors, sell investigators, and there was just certain advantages that it had. It had a huge advantage on the tech that we saw, and then it had an even larger advantage on the, on the on the labor side. You know, you can't automate the opening of cases, so some aspect of it has to be uh, human. And um, the founder of Cell Investigators, one of the one of the co-founders, Rob, um, he his wife is Filipino. He built the business while living over in the Philippines. They lived over there for six years. They have an incredible chari charitable organization over there uh, in Cebu as well it's very important people in the community and the team that they had. And uh, uh, we knew would be an advantage that we would have uh, forever. Um, we also, uh, uh, you know, we, we, and then, so we go out and we start doing audits and we see, okay, a lot of people signed up with, with other services that might've been better at sales and marketing than they were at fulfilling on that, on that service. And so I think we five or six X that business over the last year, um, the next, the next business that we've really taken to market is PixelMe. Um, uh, PixelMe is the only ad tech platform on the planet where you can run Google, Meta, and TikTok ads directly to your Amazon listing with deep linking attribution. Um, you know, it helps you uh, uh, skyrocket your your um, organic rank while getting taking advantage of the brand referral bonus. Um, so that was a that was really a, a three months ago we launched the ability to optimize for conversion. So. A lot of people have tried uh, other services, other softwares, and just haven't been able to get um, the ROAS under control. I think part of it is just understanding that, that the play, it's a ranking play. The, the, this is not a traditional PPC campaign where you're going to judge things based on, on, on tacos, although that's a, something that we offer inside the platform. Um, we can get it to that point, and the way we get it to that point is by optimizing, optimizing for conversion, which allows the Google campaigns to get smarter and smarter and smarter uh, over time. Um, those 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 are the two we've gotten the the loudest about since and then and then um uh you know so stocked is a is a is a is a tool that um you know uh, uh has thousands and thousands of users that from an inventory management standpoint uh, allows you to replace spreadsheets with software and make great forecasting decisions we've done a tremendous amount of work um 
uh, on that uh, in terms of R&D. It now uh, links up with, with NetSuite, integrates with NetSuite, um, and has really, has really become a go-to for agencies, aggregators, and large sellers. Um, and I could kind of go on and on and on, but I think you know, our, our, we, have, we have many different tools. We're constantly iterating, have them in the lab, and then go out with one or two to get really loud about what we're working on more and, and what, what we're working on uh, you know, doing development on, on others. And then, and then the, the, the user experience will just start to get more and more and more integrated. So we launched a few weeks ago a single sign-on and a navigation bar where you have an app drawer and you can single click without having to go to other tabs. Again, the goal is to take, you know, my buddies to here in the neighborhood, the 50 tabs and get it down to 40, right? right? Of which yeah. we could occupy 10. Um, and over the next few months, we'll, we'll roll out, you know, unified billing and unified authorization and, and more and more um, with the vision really being 36 months from now, you know, you and your team go into Seller Central and you go into Carbon 6 and you have to go anywhere else. Nice. Yeah, I, I've heard incredible things about uh, seller investigators. Uh, even at PixelMe, I was just uh, talking to your team about that. But for people that have never tried this, uh, first, I, I wanted to mention, because I've seen this in our group, where somebody said that uh, companies like PixelMe are against TOS. Yeah. 100% not true. Yeah, not true. I mean, it would be, it'd be pretty crazy to uh it'd be pretty crazy to build a business where amazon is undeniably the master yeah uh that 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 we have to serve and to throw that away that would be pretty dumb uh, it would it would believing that would require believing that we are a company of idiots um that would be now specifically what happened was we launched the optimization for conversion. One of our team members was fired up, sent out a, a message on Facebook that was not that was not approved by our marketing department with language that I wouldn't have used. Mm -hmm. um, and it riled up uh, another company that I suppose would be considered a competitor. They then sent that out. They then sent out to their whole list um, and more saying that we were against terms of service. We have since sent a cease and desist to this competitor. We are considering all of our legal options, but no, of course not. Like it's, 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 there's nothing against terms of service. We are, we'll be announcing in the next few days. Um, in fact, that the Emerald program where we're, we're launching, it'll get it announced at accelerate in a couple of weeks. The, the Emerald program where you can get um, notifications um, for third party apps inside of seller central. Um, Pixelme was selected for that. We're one of, I think, like a dozen, a dozen apps that's that's part of that. We're verified and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but it's pretty wild, you know. It's 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 pretty wild. I'd I'd never, um, yeah, I'd never. I had a lot of experience in business, but not not in one where people will publicly attack like that. That was that was that was a new experience for me. Yeah, all of a sudden, uh, I started hearing about that, and it's just like, what's going on? It can't be. But I'm glad you're here just to clarify it. And like you, what one can say that like all, you know, uh, all publicity is good publicity. That might be true unless it's about the, But this could screw up your business because it's against Amazon's terms of service. So this would be this would be a clear exception, I think, to that rule. Um, because, again, you know, it's it's not just the the, the, the the master that we have to, you know, I hate to use that word. It, it, it's just it's it's 
it's, you know, everybody's in the same boat. Nobody wants to get their count suspended. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we've been able to, um, we've been able to, uh, you know, do amazing things with pixel me. And, and it, I think it's, 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 it's the piece of innovation that, uh, that we think really, um, signals, signals to the market, what they can expect, um, from carbon six. Yeah. While you were saying that my dog came in completely drenched from the lake and decided to shake all over. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you know, what's funny about 10 minutes ago, uh, we got chickens recently. We've never yeah. had, uh, we have three children. We've never had pets, but we have, we have chickens now because my, my wife was deathly afraid of the, actually that's an ironic word to use, uh, the FDA and, you know, tries to do everything she can to, um, so she wants to make our, you know, for, for, so we'll have organic eggs and the chickens were just, just over here doing, doing their, doing their thing about 10 minutes before. So. <laughs> you know, animal uh, kingdom, animal yeah. kingdom, kingdom with Norm. Yeah. That there lunch. we go. There we go. Yeah. Organic lunch with Norm. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Okay, oh, it is the bottom of the hour. And at the bottom of the hour, we've got a bunch of people listening right now, a lot of new listeners. So we have something called the Wheel of Kelsey at the top of the hour. Uh, today, we've got a great prize. But to enter this, it's hashtag Wheel of Kelsey. Tag two people. You'll get a second entry. Justin, what is that giveaway today? So we're giving away six months of unlimited reimbursements for cell investigators for free. So it doesn't matter what size you are for the first six months. And this includes whatever we find in the look back. And we tend to find a lot in the look back. Yep. Even though we shouldn't find anything in the look back. We tend to find a lot in the look back. Um, six months for free. And then six months for two ASINs on PixelMe for free, done for you. Our team will uh, um, uh, will, 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 will do the, the service for you. Wow. So just in case you don't know, you could be saving tens of thousands of dollars with just the first one that's six months that with that look back if you have never done that you don't know what you're you're like you've missed out on i i i have had a client uh now this goes back two years ago but he got 120 some odd thousand dollars back from uh from just going back and getting reimbursed now that's the most i've ever heard of but you know typically people will find something and it's incredible, which, uh, and even if, uh, oh, thank you. Connie's here, by the way, just, <laughs> Connie. uh, Con yeah, Connie, she just, she just brought me my cup of coffee. So, well. <laughs> so um, anyway, if you've never used it, or if you've even used other companies, this is the greatest test because what you're going to find is seller investigators is very good at finding um, just money that may have been left on the table. So it's a great prize one way or the if, other. If I, if I could, if I could, um, so a few, a few things there. Yep. Thanks Chuck. That, that's, that, that's great to hear. Um, we also, we, we launched an automation where, where we also take care of uh, refunds. So everything that's refunded and not returned or any problems with refunds and refunds are a huge problem and, and, and seems to be growing. Um, uh, so first to market on that. And then also, um, for larger clients, we'll not just notify you when the FBA fees are off, but we'll actually go and fight Amazon um, for that. For 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 a large um, multi-brand account, we save them fifty thousand dollars a month on a go-forward basis by by correcting the the ASIN fee the fees on one hundred ninety-one ASINs. Um, and the most that we've recovered for a client so far this year, there's one client we've recovered nine and a half million dollars for. Jeez. So so far on pace for thirteen million. 
Wow, that's fantastic. Okay, so what a great prize. So if you're interested, hashtag Wheel of Kelsey, tag two people, you'll get a second entry. And now let's go to a sponsor. This episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by SureGo Marketing. Ready to take your brand to the next level on TikTok and Instagram? SureGo Marketing specializes in helping entrepreneurs and coaches build profitable brands on TikTok and Instagram and in less than 90 days. With SureGo Marketing, you can build your brand, create incredible video content, and increase leads without spending a single dime on ad spend. Visit SureGoMarketing.com today and elevate your brand. Now, let's get back to the show. Okay. So we, uh, we were talking about this just for a second, but competition, the competitors, or how have you found competition with Amazon apps? Uh, I gotta decide what I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, weird, like odd, like, uh, like there's a bunch of unwritten rules that, that, don't necessarily serve the seller in all cases. Um, yeah, I, I think that I think that um, we're playing the role of a disruptor, right? Yep. And I think there's certain structural advantages that Carbon Six has. One of one of which is um, you can have a loss leader when you have more products to have people to put, you know, that people will put in their carts. So like from a price perspective, we can be pretty aggressive because even if we, we can give away six months for free of reimbursements. I don't know. I let's, I, what, one of your, um, uh, someone who is messaging on the bottom who said he's starting using, starting to use pixel me, um, uh, has a, a huge brand and we, and he's, I don't believe he's currently using cell investigators to my knowledge. Six months, that could be huge. That could be, a, that could be, I don't know, a couple hundred thousand dollars. But there's, we just want to have conversations with people. Our, our North Star is we want to, <laughs> it may or may not be you, Tony. Um, the, 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 we just want to, we want to make as, as many people are a carbon six customer as humanly possible. And, and there's going to, there's plenty of, there's plenty more conversations we want to have about different softwares and different solutions, both now and the future. Um, so I think that gives us a, a structural advantage, which if I were competing with us would be kind of scary. Right. It's like we can just we can come in and just drop the price of reimbursements, because if we lose money on reimbursements, that can still be a great business strategy for us. But if all we did was reimbursements, we can't. And so what does that mean? Not only can we drop the price, but we can also increase the level of service. We can go after a case that's one penny or one dollar, even if it costs us four dollars to go out. It doesn't make any difference to us um, because what we're trying to do is just build trust and build brand and create a network effect. Like I said earlier, it's, it's difficult. It's a difficult world to distribute into because there's so many different, as we're having this conversation and many people who, who love and trust you um, are, are, are here in, in Singapore, there, there's, there's someone else with not nearly as cool of a beard uh, or production or, or, or has done such a great job raising his unbelievably uh, good looking and funny and, 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 and kids with great personalities, but like this conversation is happening in other places. And, 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 
we're, we're constantly thinking, how do we create this network effect? We know that when someone has a good experience, they're going to tell a few people and they have a bad experience. They're going to tell the whole world or maybe their entire list. They're going to slander you too. And in, in the case of the example we talked about earlier. Um, so yeah, I think, I think we're playing the role of disruptor. And I think that when you're playing the role of disruptor um, and we're, we're trying to argue on merit, we did, we did this audit. Here's what we found. Here's what we can do going forward. Right. Or we other other people are optimizing for clicks. We're optimizing for conversions. Here are 28 case studies showing why that matters. Um, the 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 it creates interesting reactions. Okay, yeah. The I I I have to agree with you with uh, competition not only from your end but from this end. I've never seen competitors be so aggressive you know the, to try to shut your listening down if you're doing good all of a sudden you're getting all this crap you're getting fake infringement uh you know uh totally. claims you know it's 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 completely different than what i'm used to and it only started when i first got into amazon back in 13 14 it, it was pretty friendly a pretty unfriendly environment but it's getting a little tougher and tougher and tougher you know as more people get into it but now let's talk about setbacks and mistakes. What do you yeah. see like brands making? What are the biggest mistakes or setbacks you see? Yeah, it's an interesting question. I mean, I think I think that uh, learning how to how to scale and and learning how to hire and train and manage. Mm. Um, and you know, I think you see some people outsource way too early. Um, and uh, are a little too excited about like the lifestyle of like, I don't have to work very hard and the money's going to keep coming. Yeah. And I, I think that, that like maybe that worked in 2015 or 2016, I wasn't in the game then, but, but that's the, that's the like general that the zeitgeist was just very different back then. And, and the amount of commitment that it takes today is a different level of commitment. The amount of um, sophistication it takes to run your business properly is, is, is just a, a, a different level. And so I think, um, you know, adapt, adapt, Okay. After looks... that, number two. Oh, it looked like you froze. Sorry, you are, man. You're Sorry, frozen. Man. You're back. You're back. I'm back. I'm back. I apologize for that. No problem. Um, so I think the, the the so so you know the 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 skills the set of skills it takes to scale your business and scale your team are very different than the skills that made you first good at selling on Amazon. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, so bridging bridging that gap, um, uh, and then I just think it's important to start with the end in mind, right? Like if your if your goal is to build a brand that's going to make cash flow for you, and it's something that you want to pass down to your kids, um, uh, you know, so with a seller, he has he has a, a he's doing 100 million on, on Amazon, and it's his he plans on passing it down to his kids. Hmm. Um, well, his goals are very different than. You know, I was playing tennis with a guy this morning. And he just sold. He just sold a brand that was primarily D to C, fifty-five million dollar linen brand that I think was was roughly ninety percent on. D to C. Okay, we're just having a little bit of a problem with your connection there, Justin. Uh, so, sorry, Norm. Is it? 
Yeah, it's just getting a little pixelated and uh, you're cutting out now. Uh, 100% perfect, you know, the the, the first uh, 40 minutes. But uh, yeah, uh, let's give it a try again because you look like it's fine uh, fine now. You know, you, you talked about scaling. Uh, there was a great book out years ago uh, called Crossing the Chasm. It was about tech companies. How do you, or are, do you have any suggestions for entrepreneurs who are just starting or just at that point where they need to scale? How do they do it properly? Yeah, I think that if you're, if you're a person that doesn't have experience, I think you need to start by hiring someone that has experience. And I think that, you know, very specifically, very specifically for lots of, for many Amazon sellers, the, the, you know, if you're not going to be that person, if you're not that operations person, hiring someone that, that, that can be and not, and not being so worried about the price that that person costs. Right. Right. It's like the, the, the cost of not getting that right is going to exceed the cost of getting it right or the, the, the opportunity cost you have by not getting the right person. So I think if that's not something that you have experience with, I think that finding someone who has experience, who's been, who's scaled the business is a really important thing to do. Yeah. You know, I've heard, uh, I've gone to a lot of events and I've, I've listened to people say, Oh, how you hire a VA. And um, some of the times I hear things that I shake my head at, you know, I, and again, I, this is just my own opinion, but um, trying to get somebody like you just said at the lowest cost. Um, I always prefer to actually pay a little higher because that person back, let's say in the Philippines, uh, first of all, has to support a family. And if it's just a jobber, that's completely different. Like if you've just got a task, it's a one time, yeah. one and out. But um, ideally, if you've got something that's going to take somebody 20 hours a week and grow, I'd rather even pay them the 40 hours a week give them a whole bunch of training and try to, you know, build up that person. But the other thing is so many people don't give the VA the tools to succeed. Like, first of all, cell phone, you know, just, okay, let's check out your cell phone, your computer. What year is it? Your internet speed, super easy fix. And if you want to pay a few bucks an hour and they have a crappy computer, you might as well just, you know, pay them three or four times the amount because they're never going to get their work done. The other, like in the, in the Philippines too, I don't do this right away. So I buy all this for um, the people that come on, uh, whether they're new, if they've gone through our hiring process, we give them, um, we have a three month probation period. After that, if they've proved their weight, we take care of their, the, the computer. We have a, an agreement going into it. We'll buy them a computer right into it. Um, they, they, they pay or we pay for it and they pay for the first three months just on installments. After that, we take care of the full thing and take care of the installments, but also a generator. Like the Philippines is known for blackouts. Why are you paying somebody in an area that's going to have blackout? Why don't you pay for a generator for them? It's a thousand bucks or 2000 bucks. It's not a big deal. And, you know, for them, first of all, now they feel loyal and they feel secure. Security is everything. So for a family in the Philippines that doesn't know, like, you know, $2 an hour, who's going to live on $2 an hour? Three, four? You know, if you can give, if, if the average wage for what they're doing is four bucks, give them six. 
it's six Agreed. bucks an hour. You know, now Agreed. they they will. There's one thing I found with VAs, and always in the Philippines. <laughs> I don't see it too much anywhere else. But have you ever noticed there's always a family emergency when you pay people really low? You know, yeah. the family emergency is they got a job from somebody else who's paying them a decent wage. Yeah, so, that's true. anyways, that's yeah. just that's you know, Love it. something I've learned. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So, last question Where do you see Amazon going in the future? It's going to continue to go up. I think, I think that the size of the exits are going to get bigger, larger, and larger, and larger. I think that, um, because the barrier to entry um, is higher than it was. It takes a more dedicated person who's more intelligent with, with a better team. And, and I think one of the things that's fascinating, I was mentioning, I think, I think it cut out, but I was playing tennis this morning with a friend who just exited from his linen brand and they were doing 55 million or so of which 90% was on D2C. Um, he exited six weeks ago and he's already starting product development for his next, for his next brand. Um, and it won't be in bed linen. It, it's not going to be bed sheets, but it might be, it could be, it could potentially be pretty close and just how unique that is where you can exit and then do it all over again yeah. and not, and not, and not have a, and not have a, 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 a non-competition issue. Um, what that means is that people are going to professional sellers emerge from that makes the barrier of entry for a new seller obviously much more difficult because there's well-capitalized people who, who, know the, know, who know what they're doing. Um, and I think that what you're going to see is a smaller and smaller amount of people controlling a higher and higher percentage of the sales on Amazon. All right. Very good. Kels, we got a couple questions. Uh, yeah. Be professional, Kelsey. Hit the button. <laughs> there we go. We could try to do Morse code if you want. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to get this in before the the judge. Ah, okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, this one is from Neil. Uh, he says uh, Adam Remquist did a video about your Google Ad service, and I want to try it for my new launch, but I only have one product. Do you have a cheaper tier for people like me with only one product? Well, because you have the coolest. Wish I was Mark Cuban. Uh, email me directly at Justin at Carbon Six IO, and we will figure it out. Is that reversals? Oftentimes, the success fee isn't reversed. So what this means is I tell Amazon, I lost, we lost this missing inbound 2000 bucks. Amazon says, you're right. We don't see it. Here's your 2000 bucks. I take my, my pound of flesh for that as the, as a reimbursement company. Amazon then finds the inventory, right? They then find the inventory. They, they then uh, claw the money back from you that they reimbursed. And from what we've seen a lot of times, the reimbursement companies are not, are not um, uh, then reversing their uh, their six yeah. their success fee, which can take whatever percentage you're paying and skyrocket over the course of the year. Um, I, I don't, you know, uh, this, the company you asked about specifically, Gatita. Like, I think they're, they're they're they've done a great job. I mean, they've they've helped sellers recover more money than anybody on the planet so far, including us. We aspire one day to be the size that they are with seller investigators. I I, you know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be I'm gonna be very careful. All right, very good. See, Nir has a comment. Yeah. So we have a, a bunch of comments in as well. Yep. So from Chuck, uh, he said that he's used seller investigators and got a, about uh, $12,000 or more uh, found by them recently. 
Uh, Nier was saying that he's using it for many of his customers and that he's found a lot of money, $200,000 and more, and just one account. And then I also asked uh, the audience what their favorite tool is. And uh, Nier says, uh, Pixel Me, Seller Investigators, and PPC Entourage. So um, awesome. thanks everyone for the comments. And that's thanks, it. Tim. All right. Very good. Okay. So this is the last opportunity you'll get to uh, sign up for the Wheel of Kelsey today. So hashtag Wheel of Kelsey, tag two people, you get a second entry, and it's for a great prize. That's six months of sellers investigators. And what was it for Pixel Me? Six months free for two ASINs. Perfect. All right. So now, Kels, let's go to our final sponsor, and then we'll come back with the wheel. This episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by Rebade. Attention sellers and brand owners want to reach more shoppers and boost sales. Rebate's platform connects sellers with shoppers seeking great deals on new products. They make it easy to offer promotions, handle rebates, and ensure seamless redemptions. With countless reviews from satisfied customers, Rebate is the go-to solution to increase your sales. Visit Rebate.com today and start reaching more shoppers. Now let's get back to the show. Justin, this is the first time you've seen the wheel. I'm excited about it. Oh, okay, but but just think of this. Okay, at the next event in your booth, we'll have a live wheel of Kelsey with Kelsey actually velcroed onto the wheel, and we can give him a spin. Let's do it. I'm in. <laughs> it reminds me of that scene in like in like in uh, in the Wolf of Wall Street a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, very good. Everyone likes that movie. Yeah, everybody. Okay, right. here we go. Here's the wheel of Kelsey. Okay. All righty. So thank you everyone for entering today's Wheel of Kelsey. I'm going to spin these up and let's see who today's winner is. We do this every single episode and uh, make sure you come back Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern time. And it's all right. Cool hand, Luke. Cool hand. Congrats. All right. awesome. Congratulations, Luke. Make so, sure you email me, k at lunchwithnorm.com. All right. That was a great one. Uh, good prize, Luke. All right. So that's it. Justin, you were awesome. Thank Will you for you, having uh, me, Norm. I, I really hope you do come it. back and talk about entrepreneurship. I'd love to be Anytime. able to. Perfect. All right. Um, we're going to remove you for a second. We'll be back in the waiting room in two seconds. Awesome. All right. Thanks again. Want more great information? Don't forget to subscribe by clicking here. Also, if you want to check out our latest podcast, click over here. Lunch with the, lunch with the, lunch with the.